This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 123. Hi, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With each episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. So just what happens when you hit the ceiling in tennis? And I mean literally hit the ceiling with your tennis shot, not just figuratively hit the ceiling in tennis improvement. In this episode of Tennis Quick Tips, we're talking about hitting ceilings, chairs, scoring devices, and spectators. Yes, we're talking about hitting permanent fixtures. Well, I haven't talked about the rules of tennis in quite a while, so I think it is time for a rules episode especially because here in the United States, the USTA has not only issued the latest edition of its publication, Friend at Court, which contains the most recent version of the rules of tennis, but also because the USTA has added some new publications to help in officiating matches. And all these publications are available to all of us here in the United States for free. And I want to be sure that all of you know about them and know how you can get a hold of them. But first, let's talk about the rules. And specifically, let's talk about permanent fixtures. In the past, I played in an indoor league, which I really loved. For one thing, When you were scheduled to play a match, you knew you were going to get to play no matter what the weather was like outside. For another thing, this particular league went on year-round. We took a very short break in between seasons, but it wasn't like most of the other leagues I've played in that come to a complete halt during the summer. This one actually did play through the summer. So I really loved playing in that indoor league, and I had a fun team to play with, But ultimately, I had to leave that team because I was just playing way too much tennis. I was on three tennis teams at that time, and one of them had to go, and it ended up being my indoor team. Anyway, one of the things that would happen quite a bit, and especially at certain clubs, would be that people would hit the ceiling with their lobs. And I say at certain clubs because it seemed like some clubs just had a little bit lower ceiling than others would. Anyway, it was important to know what the tennis rules say about this. And the rule to know here is the rule on permanent fixtures. Now, maybe you already know all about permanent fixtures in tennis. But a lot of players don't, and you find out that they don't when someone actually hits a permanent fixture and nobody knows what they're supposed to do. So let's talk about the rules here so that when someone does hit a permanent fixture in your match, you'll know exactly what to do. To start with, just what is a permanent fixture in tennis? Rule 2 of the ITF Rules of Tennis tells us And that rule states, the permanent fixtures of the court include the backstops and side stops, the spectators, the stands and seats for spectators, 
all other fixtures around and above the court, the chair umpire, line umpires, net umpire, and ball persons when in their recognized positions. Rule 2 goes on to make clear that in doubles, the net posts are part of the net and are not permanent fixtures. In singles that are played with single sticks, anything outside the single sticks, including these net posts, is a permanent fixture. So in doubles, net posts are part of the net, not a permanent fixture. In singles with single sticks, the net posts are a permanent fixture. And if there are no single sticks, then the net posts are not permanent fixtures. I know that's a little confusing, but I think it's just an example of where the rules are trying to be fair, since you can imagine a ball touching the area between the net posts and the single sidelines when there aren't any single sticks and players arguing over whether or not it was inside some hypothetical single sticks that aren't there. So if there's no single sticks, the net posts are part of the net, and you can hit them. They are not permanent fixtures. It's easier when there are no single sticks to just remember that the net posts are part of the net in singles and in doubles. And Are you surprised to find out that spectators and umpires are considered permanent fixtures? It makes a lot of sense. You certainly cannot be playing tennis and hitting people and then considering your shot to somehow be a winning shot, but it is a little weird to think of it that way. Okay, so since we have an idea now of what a permanent fixture is, what happens when a ball touches a permanent fixture? The consequences of that are explained in Rule 13, which says, if the ball in play touches a permanent fixture after it has hit the correct court, the player who hit the ball wins the point. If the ball in play touches a permanent fixture before it hits the ground, the player who hit the ball loses the point. And comment 13.1, which is the only comment on this rule, goes on to give some further explanation. It says, What happens if a ball hits an object attached to the net or post, such as a scoring device, or the top of the net outside the single stick, and then lands in the court? The player who hit the ball loses the point because it hit a permanent fixture before landing in the court. So think about that if you are using those scoring devices that you sort of attach to the net, those are permanent fixtures. And if you hit them, then you're going to lose the point. And I also think if those scoring devices are considered permanent fixtures, you could also consider a jacket or a towel laying on the net to be a permanent fixture. So that is a good reason to not be laying your jacket or towel on the net. You don't see this very often, but just in case. Anyway, let's go back to my indoor league. According to the rules of tennis, if I hit a lob and it touches the ceiling before it hits my opponent's court, I lose the point. 
if I hit a ball that hits my opponent's side of the court and then somehow bounces up and touches the ceiling, maybe because I hit some kind of incredible smash overhead, that ball is good. I think the lesson here is you have to be aware of permanent fixtures, especially things like low ceilings, scoring devices on the net, trays on the net posts, spectators standing around, etc. Be aware of those permanent fixtures so that you don't accidentally hit them. Now let's talk about one more little nuance to this permanent fixture thing. Who gets to make the call on whether a ball touches a permanent fixture? It might not be as easy as you think. Imagine the situation of the lob touching the ceiling on an indoor court, like I saw happen constantly when I was playing in that indoor league. While you would think it would be obvious whether or not a ball hits the ceiling or any other permanent fixture, I'm sure you can imagine a ball barely grazing the ceiling and there being a dispute between the players over whether that ball did or did not touch the ceiling. And let me tell you, that league I was in was extremely competitive and I did see this dispute come up on one occasion. Well, while we know the outcome when a ball hits the ceiling, the rules do not address the issue of who makes that call. But good news for us, we have the code, which, as you know, governs the conduct of players in tennis matches and is all about playing fairly. In paragraph 5 of the code, we learn this. Player makes calls on own side of net. A player calls all shots landing on or aimed at the player's side of the court. So if your opponent hits the lob, it is obviously aimed at your side of the court and you get to make the call. And if your call is that the lob hit the ceiling you win the point. So that's how that goes as far as who is going to make that call about whether a ball hit a permanent fixture. Well, that is it for this particular rule, but I do want to let you know about where you can find a copy of the USTA's Friend at Court for free. If you go to the USTA's website and click on the page on rules, you will find a free PDF version of the 2016 Friend at Court, as well as some other helpful rules and officiating publications. You can download those and you might want to give them a look over, uh, especially looking at some rules that you've seen come up and you want to make sure you're aware of. I will have a link to that in the show notes for this episode, and you can find those show notes over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips123. And if you're looking for even more great tennis tips, be sure and sign up for my Tennis Fixation weekly updates. You'll get an email direct to your inbox each week, giving you not just the latest episode of Tennis Quick Tips, but also any other posts I've put up on Tennis Fixation that week with all kinds of helpful, interesting, and fun tennis info. 
For example, anytime I have a giveaway, I always post it on Tennis Fixation, and sometimes I only post it on Tennis Fixation. As a bonus, by signing up for these updates, you'll get a free copy of my ebook, 10 Quick Fixes to Improve Your Serve, No Lessons Required, where I give you my very best tips for getting a better serve fast. You can just go over to tennisfixation.com updates to sign up. I hope you'll let me know your tennis questions or your suggestions about what you'd like to hear on Tennis Quick Tips. Just visit the show notes and leave me a comment in the comment box down at the bottom of the page. Thanks for listening. I hope you're getting to play a lot of tennis. Hope you're not hitting any chairs, scoring devices, towels laying on the net, or, God forbid, spectators when you're playing tennis. And as always, happy tennis. Happy tennis.